This is Finding Cash in Your Business, Episode 4. Welcome to Finding Cash in Your Business, the podcast that shows how to succeed in business and live in a threat-free financial environment, where you'll discover how to think like a successful consultant and unearth cash buried in businesses as we take you through the entire step-by-step process of finding additional cash in existing businesses. Visit us online at craigscopy.com. Hello and welcome to Finding Cash in Your Business, Episode 4. In this episode, you can look forward to an explanation of the terms profit and loss, the features segment, seven areas where companies bleed cash, and at what cost a blood transfusion comes, the cash in quick tip, an introduction to help you understand the business's working capital cycle, and why improving it benefits the bottom line, and a quick look at loans. I'm Craig. Hi, and I'm Chris. So, Chris, what's new this week? As you know, I've just come back from a trip to Hong Kong, where the Chinese tiger is being tamed. Just to give you an idea of how interlinked the global economy is, concern raised about the US banking system in New York caused the Hong Kong Hang Seng Stock Market Index over 8,000 miles away to go down by 3.5%. Chris, the, the main thing is that you had a good time. And at this stage... In the podcast, we wanted to assure our listeners in the cashing community that this program was made humanely and there was no taxpayer's money used in the creation of this podcast. As always, a summary of the show is available on our website, craigscoffee.com, where we invite you to post your questions and comments. As a reward, the best question or comment made will be given the opportunity to participate as a guest on this podcast. We do want to thank you for your comments. We really appreciate your input. Okay, so it's time to reveal what the term P&L, or Profit and Loss Statement, means. It's a snapshot of how the company is trading. It shows the turnover, the costs and the expenses incurred over a specific period of time. The P&L is in the annual financial report, which is externally audited, making it hard to hide problems. Once you understand the P&L, you're in a privileged position where you are able to quickly expose issues. The P&L will be discussed in depth in episode 6 your company's internal accounts. Now, here's the feature segment. The seven areas where companies bleed. Order and take. Provisioning. Debtors. Creditors. Stock holding. Operational overheads. And cash management. Rather than just explain the methods used to analyse the working capital cycle within a company, we'll take a case study approach. Using KCOM, company is a real-world example that you can use as a template. In episode 3, we provided the Working Capital Comparison Spreadsheet. This compared the cash held by five communications companies at an instant in time. It was probably not representative of the financial position of the businesses for the whole year and provided no clues as to whether any improvements had had taken place. To get a fair view of how the business handles cash, we need to plot the trend over a period of time. The KCOM trends have been graphed using the annual reports over a five-year period and can be downloaded from craigscopy.com, along with the summary of this episode. Financial ratios has been used to graph the trends. This provides a fairer view of how KCOM is handling cash over the five-year period. The first area is order intake. This may not normally be considered the point at which cash begins to flow out of the business, and would come under cost of sale in the P&L. But in reality, the sales acquisition has involved cash leakage through the pre-sales order process, acquiring detailed prospect information and creating the marketing communications to generate interest in the product or service could require outside agencies to get involved and incur external costs. Even the salesperson going to a site and developing a relationship so that confidence can be built up and an order taken 
In the UK, this is estimated to cost around £400 per site visit. Or how about credit vetting the customer to make sure he's able to pay for the services? creates external costs. Generating a feasibility study to understand the costs in providing services to the prospect will take time and should have a notional cost set against it. This will help in calculating the opportunity cost of involving the people in the sales order process. When prospects are not converted into customer orders, a generic working capital cycle diagram is available for download at the podcast, episode 4, summary page. The generic diagram shows the key steps in the sales cycle and gives an indication of the time taken to complete an order before income is generated. Number two, provisioning. This is the point at which classically we would begin to see capital expenditure attributed to the customer start. As an example, if the customer required a directly connected service, this will involve an external planner contracting a team to dig up the street and lay the fibre for a notional cost of, say, £50 per metre. Once the dig has been completed, the installation and maintenance engineer will deploy the customer premises equipment required to deliver the service. The notional cost of this is around £1,600. The next stage is to provide a connection back to the local hub. Most communications companies have written down the value of this asset and chosen to accept a contribution from the customer service offering. Number three, debtors. Over the last five years, trade creditors have been constantly rising. See figure one in the spreadsheet. In the year 2000 to 2001, this took a steep change from 48 million to 75 million. And at the same time, debtor settlement rose to a new high of 128 million. The concern for the business is that at any one point in time, there is an average of 30 million owed to KCOM. This is not just the amount outstanding, but also the fact that it means high interest payments and that cash is being tied up and cannot be used for more profitable purposes. The debtor settlement, if you look at figure two, reveals an unhealthy trend. Customers are taking longer to pay. With the cost of sale beginning to outstrip turnover, figure three, you'll see that, focus needs to be centered on areas which will reduce the overall cost of sale. Prompt debt collection is an area that will inject cash back into the business and reduce interest payments. Reducing interest payments will have a direct effect on the bottom line. Every pound saved will be equivalent to generating a profit of a much greater amount. If the business is running at an average margin of 33%, then every £1 saved on interest payments is equivalent to new sales revenue of £3, assuming that the new sale is paid for promptly. Number four, creditors. Working capital is defined as current assets, less current liabilities, where the major element of current liabilities is trade creditors. Trade credit can be used as a source of financing. As a business increases sales, so companies are willing to extend the repayment terms for goods received. Trade credit is regarded as a free source of finance and therefore a good thing for a business to use. The hidden cost associated with taking this trade credit is that the business will not get the best deal. In that we mean in terms of price, priority and ongoing support. Figure 2 shows that KCOM's trade creditors in 2001 were beginning to accept terms approaching 240 days for repayment. KCOM may have been in danger of abusing its suppliers and maybe the suppliers are retaliating. Ultimately, the supplier will only supply goods for cash payments. As Marconi's financial difficulties surfaced, it was delisted on the London Stock Exchange. Payment terms of customers moved from being from 60 days credit to being cash payments within 15 days of goods received. Number five, stock holding. Inventory management is vital to the smooth running of a business. Too little and the customer demand will not be met. 
too much stock and the business has tied up capital, an obsolescence of stock becomes a serious issue. One ratio that can be used to monitor stock levels is the stock turnover period, and you can see that in figure 5. The stock turnover period is low, and this is due to the nature of the business, where the stock is held mainly for customer installations. Due to the cutting-edge technology deployed at customer sites, equipment that is held in stock for too long a period can become unsupported by the suppliers. A new threat entered the telecommunications market when all the major suppliers began to announce serious profit warnings way back in the early 2000s. From that time, there was a threat that equipment would become scarce. Makoni used to stockpile finished goods ready for shipment to customers. This changed to customers waiting up to 60 days for delivery of equipment. KCOM rationalised inventory and the number of storage sites after acquiring a number of companies and the stock turnover period was expected to decline accordingly. Number 6. Operational overheads. A major part of the operational overheads is the number of staff in the business. Over the five years period from 1997 to 2001, the staffing levels remained almost constant at around 1,500 people. See figure 6. In 2003, the staffing level had reached 2,400 employees. The growth in the curve can be attributed to the injection of cash from the city and the company build-up to cope with the forecasted growth levels of customers. This has had an immediate effect on the bottom line as the projected level of customer growth was not achieved. Figure 3 shows that the cost of sale has now outstripped turnover. The staffing level growth meant that the amount of cash required to service the organisation grew by a third and a course of corporate life resection was instigated. Removing fat from any area of the organisation requires careful planning to prioritise where job cuts would be the most effective and least operational affecting. Lastly, number 7, cash management. Cash management is critical to the smooth running of a business. Cash is the lifeblood of an organisation. And in a capital-intensive, high-growth industry, cash is more important than profit. Whilst the investment banks are rationing capital, free cash flow is a hen laying golden eggs. The luxury of generating free cash flow is that it opens up investment choices and takes away interest risk. Proving that your company can generate free cash flow creates confidence in your business model and puts it in an envious position of attracting new investments. But here's a word of caution. The investors have the security of knowing that if your investment choices cause the company to run out of cash, there is security in being able to strip the business back to the cash-generative part and more than recover their capital. KCOM's ability to support the high growth of the business-to-business organisation through generating free cash flow, both from the incumbent telephone business and the new media activities, cease to generate the required levels of cash. Figure 7 shows the working capital over a five-year period, with predictable smoothness up to 1999. In July 1999, the initial public offering to the city generated £181 million in cash. The wild rise from 1999 through 2000 is solely due to that share offering. Why did KCOM have so much of it in 1999 through to 2000? Similar to Marconi's war chest, in thought and not in size, once cash was raised from the IPO and the subsequent offering, KCOM sought to invest the cash in the acquisition of synergistic high-growth companies. So now we know the seven areas where companies bleed cash. So how do we stop the hemorrhaging? First, look for the small things that make a big difference. The American statesman and diplomat author and inventor Benjamin Franklin once wrote for the want of a nail the shoe was lost for the want of the shoe the horse was lost for the want of the horse the rider was lost 
For the want of the rider, the battle was lost. For the want of the battle, the kingdom was lost. All for the want of a horseshoe nail. And you know we ought to listen to Benjamin. He's right on the money. Small things can make a huge difference. I do mean on the money. If you can rustle up a $100 note, you'll find Benjamin and get his expression. He's obviously disappointed at the way you handle cash. Nurturing an environment where people are constantly looking for ways to improve cash flows will free up the cash to buy that nail and make the difference. So it's important to spend time investigating cash flow. Finding just one extra horseshoe nail would have changed the course of the battle. Okay, so here's today's top tip. Calculate the cash impact of business decisions. Okay, you know me by now. I'm just too busy with the day-to-day to calculate the cash impact of business decisions. Well then, you're on course to demolish your business. Late 2000, the dot-com boom went bust. The 3G mobile licenses took significant chunks of investment out of the money markets. It also goes without saying, but the number of profit warnings issued in 2000 is the highest since the dot-com crash. More companies are going bankrupt, including alternative communication providers, and so businesses are less inclined to switch from incumbents. In the UK, that's BT. In our case study, KCOM grew organically up until 1999, fueled via traditional parts of the business generating free cash flow. And after 1999, the high growth part of the business required resources beyond the internal cash generated means of the company. And so external funding to bring it into free cash flow position was instigated. And that explains why there was so much money at the start of 2000 in our graph. Cash represents the lifeblood flowing through the arteries of a business. And if the business starts to hemorrhage cash and is unable to generate enough cash internally, it will need to get a cash transfusion to survive. That transfusion comes with the cost of interest payments and set-up fees. So we need to reduce the working capital cycle in terms of the cash tied up and increase the speed at which cash comes in. Improving the working capital cycle will reduce the business's requirement for cash, the size of the bank loan, the public ownership stake required to raise equity, and it will increase the business's ability to create healthy profits, service the interest payments, and generate dividends for shareholders. Now back to the required transfusion for the company's bleeding cash, the bank loan. Bank loans provide a gauge of how the banks have changed their view of telecommunications investments. Before 2003, communications companies were able to draw on loans based on up to a stratospheric 20 times EBITDA for the UK 3G mobile licences. In 2008, loans are based on a maximum of three times EBITDA. And that is an amazing change. The communications business model was to provide highly capitalised services which required both a dig and the installation of equipment. The loan required is based on the fact that the investment will see a return in the medium term, which will be much greater than the initial investment. But this will adversely affect the cash flow situation in the short term by taking cash out of circulation. Examine the trends of your business. Concentrate on the areas that will provide the greatest improvement to the working capital cycle. In terms of the amount of cash tied up in the working capital cycle and at the speed at which cash comes into the business and you will find horseshoe nails. For KCOM, the area of concern for cash management is in its rising style, the business-to-business division and how to resolve the cash management 
in a business that is growing far behind the predictions at the initial public offering. Don't forget to go to craigscoffee.com, look at the summary for episode four, and download this episode's free tools. Every business decision has a cash flow impact. Make sure you take that into account. There's just time to say that in next week's podcast, we'll be taking a closer look at the company health check. Please feel free to share your issues and insights at our website, craigscoffee.com. And if you want secure assistance, please contact us directly using the website link. Until next time, we wish you every success as you hunt down the gold nuggets lost within your business. Until next time, thanks for listening. Of all the sites on the internet, there is only one where exclusive content is waiting to be found. Visit craigscoffee.com now and sign up for the email newsletter and receive the secrets of the cash flow formula. That includes seven money-making, profit-boosting strategies at craigscoffee.com. When money talks, we listen.